Greetings and happy Halloween, Flesh Wound Freaks. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. So we're back with another Slashtober, the final chapter entry. And before we get into it, Kruger, let them know how Slashtober, the final chapter works. So what we do for our Slashtober special is rate and review a slasher film, and then at the end of the episode, we'll add that movie to a list compiled from our previous episodes, and then we will vote to eliminate one of those films off the list, leaving us with our top three slasher films, a.k.a. our three final girls. And those three final girls will go up against a new slasher every episode until we reach day 13. And when we get to that point, we will pick one of those surviving three final girls as our Slashtober tournament champion. So, Todd, now that that's out of the way, why don't you tell us our previous eliminations and what's on the menu tonight? Thank you, Kruger. Our previous eliminations are Final Exam, Curtains, Tear at 10 Killer, Open House and Killing Spree. Our remaining contestants are contestants, whatever. Our, our final girls are Pickaxe, Crazy Lake, and Death on Demand. Up for elimination today, or up for contention today, I should say. Um, graduation Day. So, Dan, why don't you tell us about Graduation Day? Absolutely. Graduation Day is a 1981 slasher from director Herb Freed. And in this one, after the death of a high school track star during a race, a mysterious fencing mask wearing killer begins murdering her friends and teachers. Who could the killer be? Her disgruntled coach? Her angry sister? Her violent boyfriend? As the bodies pile up, a twisted mystery unfolds, slowly revealing itself as it moves towards its bloody climax. She's All got right. a shitty circle. <laughs> she does. Lots of lots and lots of bad luck. Uh, so, who wants to go first? Tr- Todd, I know you're a trauma guy. Who who wants a hot tag to go first on graduation day? Um, I could go. Uh, this was a first time watch for me. Again, this is another one of the few 80 slashers I, I had to check off my list so i was glad that we were finally getting around to this um i would say if you like 80s movies i mean there's something to be said about this one it just feels super 80s with all the characters and stuff and just if you're a fan of that time period with horror and slasher films it, it's a familiar setting um, I liked all the little bit of sleazy dialogue that we got thrown in in there, uh, especially the truck driver going, I got plenty of time for both of us. Uh, that was pretty fucking great. Um, but man, the kills in this movie are really, really lacking. There's one decent kill with an arrow, but outside of that, there's really nothing there. Um, and probably what hurt the movie the most for me enjoying it is I just thought the twist was predictable as fuck and, you know, you could see it coming a mile away and it just kind of hurt it as a whole. But still, I, I find it to be about average. I mean, I think it's still worth a one time watch if you, you know, are like me and you want to cross off all the slashers from the 80s off your watch list. Uh, but it's also something I'm not going to probably revisit anytime soon, if not ever. But if I found it like in the bargain bin, I would probably pick it up just to have it on the shelf. Right on. 
Um, I am in agreement with you about the twist. You see it coming. However, I think it was awesome, but they kept going, which made me, uh, every time I revisited, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then they just keep going. Like if you would have just stopped at a certain point, mm-hmm. I'm like, this movie has a dark ass ending and I like it a lot more than I do. I do like the movie, but, uh, cause I, I think the cast is great. Uh, the acting's fine. The, the kills c- could be a little more gory, but, um. Yeah, I, I do like this one. I've always liked this one, except it goes a step too far when uh, less is more in this case. So. Yeah, they they return to the king yeah, and don't stop when they should. Yes, yeah. <laughs> For fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dan? Uh, so, you know, it's funny. I, I, I watched this one actually uh, with Todd. And I've always, (laughs) yeah, I've always, this movie for me has always been in the past, slightly below mid-tier slasher. I mean, 1981's one hell of a year, so certainly it doesn't stand up against some of the Titans that came out uh, that year. Uh, But I gotta be honest, this is one of those rarities, watching it again. I actually had a lot of fun. I actually do think there's a lot of creative kills. The football, spear, knife, whatever you want to call it, kill, the pole. Creative, bolt. not gory. I think that's yeah. the But not bloodless gory. either. This one has a reputation for being bloodless, and the blood is there. The pole vaulting into the spikes I thought was really cool. Final Destination um, made it better. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, and I think for a slasher movie of the era, I mean, it's a solid enough mystery. I mean, there are red herrings. You can guess it for sure, but um, it does it better than a lot Final of films exam. of the era. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And this movie had a lot of problems, too. I know Linnea Quigley was like a last-minute replacement for a difficult actress that uh, uh, had been filming uh for them and that was you know a big challenge uh, it's it's better paced than i remembered uh, again it has all the basics that you need from a slasher uh it's got some skin you've got christopher george in there of course of uh pieces fame and uh playing george michaels which i always find <laughs> kind of funny i keep it yeah. Coach uh, George Michael would have been something totally different in the early 2000s. <laughs> it is a little like it's weird because you have like the pervy uh teacher in there that they don't mm-hmm. do anything with. It's like, oh, okay, so it's the whole movie is kind of just uh a town of perverts. Uh the guy that picks the, the girl up for the ride at the beginning. Uh it's very, very 1980s, and that's a good thing. Uh, this one was elevated a little bit for me. I had fun with it. It's not an elite slasher, but I think it's better than solid mid-tier yeah. slasher at the very least. Uh, I had a good time with it, uh, but I, I get your your points because I'll be honest. I think I reviewed this years and years ago, and I was not this kind to it. So something definitely changed with this one. Uh, I I had a lot of fun. Um, not my favorite trauma slasher by far. Um, but Ooh. well, there's a lot of like, I mean, what is that one? I mean, well, there's maybe you I'll, don't want to reveal it right now. Yeah. Especially know. in the middle of our, our trauma stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, a newer one, I really did enjoy with both of the slashing films. I, I did like both of those. So those are the slashing. Yeah. There's two of them. Um, 
it's a trauma pickup. I've never had like that strong connection because it didn't really become a trauma film to DVD. Yeah. And I've always just kind of been okay on it. And I'm still kind of right there with it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I watch it every few years just because that's what I do. And mm-hmm. but I did have a lot more fun with it watching it, you know, this time Mark with Andy. Dan. Yeah. So and we didn't uh, mention Vanna White, who yeah. I believe went on to that greedy bitch. Wheel of Fortune <laughs> the next year. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, like, yeah, like right after this, yeah. which was kind of cool. And yeah, she wants like $10 million. She wants that Pat Sajak money. A couple of years ago. Trauma movies. Yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, she just, like, we're not giving it to you. Then she, she says, screw the strike. I'm going to just do graduation day two <laughs> in space. <laughs> she turns the letter, and then there's, like, a chainsaw in it. And she just, like, there's the opening. Just slash through the screen. In real life. Slash through the screen and blood comes out. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, well, I, I will say I, I'm kind of glad, even if it's not my favorite trauma film, that it, it, this was a lot more well received than I than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to hate it. Really, I did, Kruger. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, wait, the, wait a minute. She could be the villain. She turns the letter, and then there's like a God severed head in there. <laughs> she just. I want her to get a gun, like a revolver, and that—that's how she spins the new wheel. She, she go. It's like Vanna White in Maniac. Like she doesn't get. She gets fired from Wheel of Fortune. Then she goes on this mass killing spree. Can you imagine the shotgun scene? Vanna White just like blowing like Tom Savini's head off with a shotgun. How Savini got to get it? <laughs> well, that's who gets Vanna, it. Maniac. I know. Vanna, I know you're watching this, or you will at some point. <laughs> I'll make yeah, sure we get her name in the description so she can when Bill she Lustig. Bill Lustig. We're gonna have like Vanna White. We're gonna recreate the same cover art with Vanna fucking White holding the head. When she's gonna have like a camel to her camel toe fucking sticking through her jeans. Yes, it's Vanna. Vanna Renaissance. You're, you're, you're 65 years old. It's time to do something edgy. How do you feel? Young, about, sir. How do you feel about like killing? hookers in this slasher movie come on it's perfect revitalize your career all right let's rate this bitch all right kruger what do you give it two and a half out of five for me pugs i will give it a three out of five i am also a three out of five i'm gonna go a little higher in in a three and a half and that might just be me jazzing myself up about being white (laughs) and maniac Maniac. I don't want to hear you about you jazzing yourself up with Vanna at, at all, Dan. I'm just picturing her ripping a girl's like scalp off. God like... damn it. All right. So now it's time for elimination. <laughs> Can I buy a vow, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, focus. Up for elimination, we have Pickaxe, Crazy Lake, Death on Demand, and Graduation Day. Kruger, what do you say? Pickaxe. Pugs. I'm going to go Crazy Lake. Dan, we do. All right, this is a tough one because we do have three very similar movies in together. And Which I, one do you, those do you like the least? I'm gonna go Crazy Lake too. That you know what? I'm not gonna tie it up because I think I was leaning towards Crazy Lake. So, what was your other one? Just out of curiosity, 
No, no. I mean, I Crazy Lake's what I was leaning towards. I don't. Okay, think I, I thought you I were couldn't talking. eliminate one of the other two. So Crazy yeah. Lake. All right, bye, bye, Crazy Lake. Say hello to graduation day. There you go. Turks. Kruger's dad's thrilled. No, no, no. Get this one. All right. On the cover art. Spin the wheel of death. Of terror. Spin the wheel of terror. This Halloween. Todd, stop him before I fucking choke him through the screen. (laughs) All right, guys. Slashtober is just heating up, and you won't want to miss what comes next. On that note, Happy Halloween, and be sure to spin the wheel of death. <laughs> Good evening. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Uh, check your candy. I'll see you in Disneyland. Oh, yeah.